to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Elisa Connor. I'm your host, and I appreciate you tuning in, whether this is your first time here or you're here every week. I really appreciate you tuning in and coming to learn, engage, and um, just pursue new ideas and new thoughts with me. This week, we are talking, or I'm training you guys a little bit about calendars and schedulers and how to get them on your website. First, I wanna talk a little bit about, you know, why you would want a calendar or schedule scheduler on your website. Um, So many of us work with clients one-on-one still, and in order to free up time in our day, it is very convenient for us to have a way for people to schedule with us in advance for um, certain a lot of time slots. Like you don't wanna have your entire calendar open for people because then you are on their becking call of where, you know, when they schedule. So what's really nice about a calendar and a calendar system, and I'm gonna give you some recommendations of a couple um, and scheduling systems and calendar systems is um, that you can take control of your time back, but also you can organize um, your own schedule. I've, no- I've noticed with my scheduling tool, um, it helps me organize my time around when I have open availability for appointments, but it also makes it really quick and seamless for somebody to go to my website, book an appointment, and then get on my calendar without me ever having to do anything. Um, and so if you're looking for a way to kind of streamline a component of your business like appointments, and they are um, appointments that you have that are recurring. So for me, like I have people that I interview for the podcast as a recurring appointment. I have initial consultations as a recurring appointment. I have, um, when I'm working with a client in the story brand piece of it. I have um, specific time slots available for that because they're a little bit longer. Um, And you can also hide those appointments from the general public. So like, I don't want somebody booking a story brand appointment unless they're already a client. So I would create a hidden appointment um, link for them. So that would be schedulers to actually get people on your calendar. Now a calendar on your website looks a little bit different. Calendars are typically used by businesses that um, hold a lot of events or they're holding classes or um, they are getting groups of people together. So for example, if you own a restaurant and you host um, weekly specials, um, I know there's a restaurant that's not too far from me. They they have weekly specials and weekly events. So um, say, for example, um, you have a weekly trivia night and you're wanting to promote people coming in, you could put a calendar on your website, have the date and time and even a reservation option for people to sign up to be part of trivia night so that if you, um, have a limited number of spaces, you're able to accommodate those people that come and want to participate that have already RSVP'd. So um, I have a friend I've talked about previously on the podcast that owns a crafts shop and they offer different classes. And um, one of the nice things about the calendar that she has on her website is that she can sort it by class type. So what that would mean. Um, Let's use an example of somebody that is teaching social media classes. Um, Say there are classes on Facebook, there's a class on Instagram, there's a class on LinkedIn, there's a class on Google ads, there's a class on um, Facebook ads, but 
you as a visitor to that site only want to know about Instagram classes. Well, you can actually sort the classes um, by category and it will only pull up those classes. So she may have a calendar full of classes, but um, you can sort as a user um, only to look at the, the Instagram classes. And why is that important? Well, it's giving your audience what they came for, what they um, are looking for, and it's not overwhelming them with everything else you have going on. So you may offer a lot of different things and they may see those, but what they really want to look for is just those specific Instagram classes. And I just had this happen um, with something that I was looking for. So one of my kids, one of my um, twins is really interested in 3D printing. And there is a maker's lab. And if you if you aren't familiar with maker's labs, it's a place where um, you can actually go learn like hands on skills like 3D printing and screen printing. And some of them have like hands on building courses. So um, I know a lot of the trade schools are trying to promote builders maker's labs because um, they want to get people pulled into the trades. But um, anyway, so I was looking for a 3D printing class and they came up and um, their calendar was set up really well because they offer all these different classes, but they gave me the option right at the top of the calendar to click on 3D printing and then it took me to the page um, that had all the 3D printing classes. So I didn't have to sort through their entire calendar. I didn't have to see, you know, all the other things there. Yeah, it was interesting to me, but not what I was looking for. So it saved me time, got me what I needed. And then, um, I was, I'm, I'm able to connect with them and get a gift card for my son who um, wants to do that 3D, 3D printing class. So that is how a calendar would be used. So before I get into resources and exactly the ones that I recommend and that I have used previously, let's take a minute and hear from our sponsor. Hey there, Elisa here. I wanted to thank you for a minute for tuning in every week and I'm hoping that you're listening and learning and getting everything you can out of this podcast. But I'm wondering, do you listen every week and you learn something new and then you just go on about your day and never implement or execute? If you do, if that's you, you're not alone. You're like most typical business owners. You don't have time to figure out this marketing stuff on your own, which is why I'm creating the Simple Marketing System program to walk you through everything we talk about in this podcast and hold your hand as you go along. People pay thousands of dollars to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis, but I wanted to be able to offer this to everyone at a price that is amenable to everyone's budget. Since you're a podcast listener, you're getting to hear about this program first. I'm launching it in January, and I'm going to teach you all the things that we learned in this podcast, including how to attract the people you want to work with, not just everyone how to create your first free download with messaging that converts people into your email list and then into customers. We're going to create, we're going to learn how to write headlines that incite people to create, to take action and move those people along your sales funnel so that they start working with you and paying you for what you do. We're going to create a system to track what's working and what's not. So you can fix what's not working. We're going to automate your marketing process and your customer attraction process so that you can save time, money, and most of all, frustration. We're also going to understand the power of and the ROI of email marketing, and we're going to begin growing your email list because it is the best way to grow your business. And last but not least, we're going to show, I'm going to show you how to get more customers for your marketing dollars and save you time, money, and get you more leads and more sales. If this sounds interesting to you, I'd love to have you join my waitlist. You can do that over at alisaconnor.com forward slash SMS waitlist. SMS stands for Simple Marketing System. And I'll put the link in the show notes. I hope to see you inside. 
So let's hop into those resources that I promised you when it comes to event calendars and um, schedulers. So I'm going to start out with event calendars. Again, those are for people that have different events that either are new or repeating on a regular basis. So if you're, if you have classes or if you have trainings or if you have group meetings, um, you would want to be looking at integrating a calendar on your website. Now, let me preface this by saying the ones I'm going to recommend for calendars are specifically used for WordPress. Um, some of the other platforms like Squarespace and Wix actually have calendars built in. I am not privy to how much customization you can do with those schedulers. But my guess is being um, on the backside of a build currently in Squarespace, that it's pretty limited. So if you have anything that you need to um, promote that is requiring some customization. So for example, if you have a lot of different classes and you need to have them overlap on a calendar and stuff like that, I don't know if that's going to be available to you on those other platforms. But specifically for WordPress, um, there, these are, these are the two that I would recommend. The first one that I recommend, and it's the one that I use on all of the websites that I utilize or I build or that I um, help customers create. And that is the modern events calendar. And, um, what I really like about this calendar, there's a couple things, but the first thing is, is that a lot of calendar plugins you're going to find have a yearly renewal fee. And this is just a one-time fee. It's $55. You pay it one time. You have access to the plugin. They regularly update it. So it's not like you pay it and then it's gone. Um, and it has everything under the sun in it for you to add to your calendar. So what does that look like? What does that mean? Um, you can integrate with many different applications. So for example, if you needed to collect payment, you could integrate with PayPal or you could integrate with your Stripe or um, I don't know if it integrates with Square, but some sort of payment processor. Um, you can integrate it with Zoom. You can integrate it. Uh, there's a ton of integrations. I'm not going to go through them all. But anyway, you can also set up categories. So similar to what I was just saying, where if you had classes, say, on wire wrapping, and then you had quilting classes, and you had classes on um, painting or embroidery, you could separate all of those out into categories. Those would be different categories. And then people can search and easily find what they want and um, get to the arena that they're trying to get to quickly so that they're not getting frustrated, overwhelmed, or that they leave and go somewhere else. We want them to get the information as quick as possible. Um, Modern Events Calendar also enables you to accept reservations. So a lot of times people will want to have a um, free event, but um, then, but they want people to reserve a spot because maybe they're providing snacks or they have to reserve a room and it could be between this room and this room um, in size and this room's a little bit more expensive or whatever that looks like. So um, reservations are a great key. And then you can also do reservations where they have to purchase a ticket where you would actually charge them um, to not only reserve their space, but then they're getting charged. So if you had an event like a wine tasting, for example, and you only had 12 slots, you could set it up so you could only sell 12 tickets and they are for $150 and it's on this date. And once they reserve their spot, they have to pay for their spot. So 
Um, what it, it enables you to do all of that. And more importantly, it enables you to do all of that very easily. Um, sometimes you can get a little overwhelmed when you are trying to set up all these different components and you don't even think through all the components that you might need. Um, even though I think it's interesting, I do this all the time where I will walk through somebody else's process and then I go to set it up. I'm like, oh, duh, I need to do that for myself. So if you um, haven't started to walk through that process for your events and classes and things, this is a great way for you to kind of determine, oh, these are the features I need. So hopefully that's um, setting off some light bulbs in your head about the things that you're trying to accomplish. And then um, there are also there's also the ability to set up recurring events. So like I was mentioning earlier in the intro, if you have a trivia night that happens every you know second and fourth Thursday, you can set it up once, um, set no end date, and it'll constantly recur. And it will set it up um, so that if you are requiring reservations, that it does it for a specific date. And um, then you don't have to manage it. It just frees up your time to have it done. And then you could do it quarterly, you could do it monthly, you could do it however often you're gonna change your events. Um, or have those events, or you can do it, you know, one off. If you have a custom event, so maybe you're holding a gala um, as a fundraiser for a local charity, you would set that up once and it would be a custom event. Um, and you can customize it to have all or none of the features that you would want in there. So that is Modern Events Calendar. I will link to it in the show notes. You can find that at alisaconnor.com forward slash seven zero. And then the other one, I actually have two others that I recommend. The other one um, that I have played with that is very similar to modern events calendar is sugar events. And um, there's a couple of benefits to this one. Not enough for me to switch from modern events. I really like modern events calendar, but one of the, um, it has a lot of similar features, but one of the things that they um, pride themselves on is that it won't slow your site down. I haven't really seen a much slowdown from modern events calendar. So I don't know that that's a, a true benefit, but the other big difference between this and modern events calendar is that they do have a pricing structure that is set up to renew yearly. And that's anywhere between 29 and $89. Now the $89 a year is going to get you all of their features and the $29 a year is going to get you a minimum. So when I compare that to modern events and you get everything for the same one-time fee. I think for um, newer entrepreneurs and newer business owners, Modern Events Calendar is a better option for you. Again, both of those work with WordPress. So if you don't have a WordPress site, then um, you'll want to look at some of the features that I talked about and see if they're available on your platform. And um, if not, then you probably need to look at, you know, how you wanna move forward with events. Um, the third option that um, I would recommend is called events schedule. And I have not used this one, but I researched it. I thought it was, um, you know, a pretty good option. Um, but it's great for classes and events as well. But I, again, would go back to my number one um, recommendation, which is modern events calendar. So some questions to ask before you jump into a calendar um, for your website. Number one, do you know what features you need? Number two, is it gonna integrate with your calendar? And that's one thing I didn't bring up in the features, but that's really important. Like if you have an, an iCalendar and, and a Google Calendar, or you're trying to get your staff and everybody on one calendar, make sure that whatever you choose is going to be able to integrate with all of the different calendars. 
and specifically your calendar that you have set up for your business. Um, Modern Events Calendar does do that. So that's really helpful. Um, Does it have the functionality you need? Like, do you need to take payments and reservations? And if you do, does it have that functionality? If it doesn't, then you need to choose a different one. Um, Is it responsive so that people can look at appointments in your calendar and make an appointment and a reservation on their mobile device. Because if their most traffic is coming from a mobile device and there is nothing more frustrating than trying to look at somebody's calendar and have it where you have to pinch and zoom. It, it is so frustrating for the user. And that's another key feature of modern events calendar is that it is automatically responsive. So great feature there. And, um, Last but not least, take a look at how a calendar integration could affect your site as a whole. Um, is it going to slow things down? Is it going to benefit? Is it going to confuse? Um, or is it actually going to um, provide a resource to your clients and potential clients that they will think is awesome and then want to come back again? So um, that, in a nutshell, is your calendar debrief. And I will link to all of those resources in um, the show notes. So again, alisaconnor.com forward slash seven zero, because this is episode 70. And let's hop into schedulers. So let's talk a little bit um, first about why you would need a scheduler. And I talked, I touched on this a little bit in the intro, but um, the biggest one is that it's going to free up some time. The other one that I didn't mention is that this also enables your virtual assistant or whoever you have in your office that could be your um, your assistant or your project integrator or whoever you may be outsourcing your calendar delegation to. Um, they can have access to this. And so if somebody were to contact them to schedule an appointment with you, they can actually pop into your calendar link and schedule that account that schedule that appointment in your, um, your already set up calendar situation. And there's some benefits to this. So what's really nice, let me just walk you through what it looks like to come to my website and schedule a calendar. So I have the link in multiple places where you can schedule your first 30 minute consultation. So what happens is you go in and, um, you fill out, you go into the link and you can choose a date and time that's available. It lets you um, convert to your time zone because I have people that set up calendar that set up appointments with you from all over the country and all over the world. And when you're talking to people in England, it's an eight hour time difference. So they need to be able to convert that for, for themselves. Um, and so having that as a feature is really important but then they are able to fill out their name, their phone number, email, all that sort of stuff. But then I have set up a survey in there um, that they have to fill out prior to submitting their request that asks them some basic questions. What is their website? What are they hoping to learn from the call? Um, Just basic things that are gonna help me do a little bit of research before they show up. And I have noticed that the people that don't take the time to fill those out usually don't show up for their appointment. And so that's a pretty good indicator for me Um, about how serious they are about committing to showing up for that appointment. Whereas if they write a lot, um, they're there and they show up and we have a really great chat and typically they become clients. So that's how well a calendar link can work. Is it frees up your time? If you're at a networking event, you can say, hey, just head over to my website. I do a, a free consultation or my calendar's over there, book an appointment for whatever you might want. A lot of times, um, 
I will meet up with people at events or trainings and I will want to interview them for the podcast. And so I send them over to the podcast link and I say, hey, go schedule your podcast time and I will get you on the show. We'll get the ball rolling. And I can do the same thing with that where I can automate emails to them that um, I have set up that as templates that will fill in their name and say, hey, I'm so glad you're gonna be on the podcast. This is what I need from you. And here's some requirements that I recommend um, for us to have a great show. And one of them is that they need to have a microphone, they need to already have downloaded the Zoom app so that we can record. Um, and then some, you know, a breakdown of some typical questions that I ask in the interview. That's frees up my time to having to do that for anybody that I have on the show. Um, and you will be seeing some more interviews coming next year. I um, haven't had a lot of interviews this year because I just um, have had some things that I wanted to share that were really specific. And um, I am consciously planning out what I bring to the podcast and what I am um, promoting within my business and trying to um, engage you all with. So things are going to be shifting, but um, I do have some great interviews coming. So look, look forward to those. So let's hop into schedulers. Um, the other benefit of scheduling that I wanted to mention is that you can not only control your calendar when you have a scheduler, but it helps you time block. And a lot of us are not good time blockers when we're entrepreneurs because we have um, shiny object syndrome and we're like, ooh, there, ooh, there. And so this really helps you like plan out, you know, you have to get these things done in the morning. Like for me, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I have time blocked for different things on my calendar. So I know if I don't get these recorded in the morning, they're not gonna get done till the next day. And I don't know about you guys, but things just kind of come to a pr productivity slowdown when my kids are off for break and they have finals today and tomorrow. And so um, you guys will be hearing this in January. So it's, I'm recording in December. Um, <clears throat> but when, when I know that they're going to be off, I've got to like hit it and hit it hard. So it helps you time block and it helps you become more productive. So if that alone is a reason to get a, get a scheduler on, on your website or in your business, let that be it. But the two that I recommend, I think I have two in here, maybe three. Um, and I talked about the different kinds of appointments you can have. So look at your business and just think about different appointments that are re, um, repetitive. And then you could create those as appointment types in your calendar. So um, the ones that I recommend, uh, the one that I use is Acuity Scheduling, and I will link to it. It's $15 a month. Yes, it's not free, but I'm a firm believer in you get what you pay for. And there's a lot of free ones out there that don't have a lot of functionality. They don't integrate well. They cause hiccups, and all you're doing is fighting with them all day long. And if you add up your hourly rate and how much time you fiddle with it, it's probably not worth the $15 a month you would pay for an actual scheduler that's going to save you time, energy, and frustration. So what I love about Acuity is that it is a hosted calendar by them. So when they click the link on my website, it takes it takes it to a specific link on the Acuity site. Um, so it's not dragging down my website speed-wise. Um, and if there's ever anything that's a hiccup, it's on them to fix it, not me. 
It's easy to block your time out. A lot of times you can't block out time by appointment type, depending on which scheduler you choose. And I have certain appointments that I want to have availability on certain days. So like, for example, a podcast um, call is usually about an hour and a half because we've got to have time to chit chat before we have to have some the actual interview and then we have some chit chatting after. And so I don't want to rush those people. They're important to me and I um, appreciate them taking the time to be on the podcast. So I want to be cognizant of their time, but I also want them to be aware of the time commitment on their end so they can block it out on their calendar. Um, and Acuity enables you to block that out. So you can actually have um, an appointment that's an hour and then you can set, you know, 15 minutes ahead and 15 minutes after, meaning that you won't have appointments butting up next to each other. And sometimes you just need a breather, like in between calls. A lot of times I just need that 15 minutes to, um, you know, go to the restroom, get a drink of water, whatever, and just take a deep breath before I move on to the next person. Um, the other thing I like is that it integrates with pretty much every calendar on under the sun, including zoom, which is not a calendar, but that's another integration that they have. But iCal, Google, um, Office, I can't think of what the Microsoft, I think it's just Office Calendar. Um, and I'm sure any of the calendars available on um, Android phones. It integrates with Zoom. And that's really helpful for me because then when they sign up for an appointment, I do all of my calls on Zoom because when I'm doing those initial consultations, it, en it enables me to record what we talk about. And that's just an added benefit for them. Um, and for any of my other appointments, it's an added benefit for them to go back and listen to those. The recordings are easy and um, it sends them a Zoom link. It sends them, you know, the instructions on how to uh, download Zoom. So I don't have to do any of that legwork. It's just automatically um, taken care of and goes into the invite after they make their appointment. So they get a reminder or they get a, um, confirmation that says, Hey, this is going to be held on zoom. This is the location. You click here, blah, blah, blah. And then it also sends them reminder emails and none of that, like you can edit those to make them more personalized, but they're already set up. So if you just want to get up and get going, you can do that and you can do it very quickly. Um, you can also set up multiple appointment types. I talked about that and you can, the other nice thing about Acuity that um, I really like is that you can set up different, I call them surveys or questions that you want answered by appointment type. So my podcast questions are going to be very different than my initial consultation questions. And you could have, um, you know, if you have an online offering or you are, um, wanting to gather information about a specific appointment type, you can create a different little question and answer um, requirement before they book that appointment. So um, if you have a digital course, you may have specific questions like, do you have your course built? Do you, um, where are you in the course process? Or, you know, whatever you want to ask. But, um, and it's going to be specific for every type of business. So it's kind of hard to help you know what those questions will be for your particular business. But hey, I will give you an option if you um, have specific like you're struggling with what questions to ask. Why don't you pop over to the Facebook page and um, let me know. Just send me a, a direct message or send me um you know, post on something over there and let me know. And you can find that at facebook.com forward slash Alisa M. Connor. And I will see you over there. 
So the other one that I recommend, and I used this for a while, is called Schedule Once. It is the same price, it's $15 a month, but I believe the difference between them and Acuity is that is for up to three people. Acuity, I believe it is $15 per month per user. And so um, it doesn't have quite the same features. I think there, it's missing a few, but there's a couple cons that I pulled out specifically. Um, they do not offer mobile access, meaning you can't book your appointments mobily, which is not convenient. They do not store the client data, whereas Acuity does. So if you know somebody types in all those questions and the email gets lost, it's gone. And so that was also a disadvantage with them. And then they also do not have recurring appointments. So for me, you know, some of the services I offer, I'm working with people for up to six months. And so we want to set up a recurring appointment or I have clients on retainer. It's once a month. We can set up those recurring appointments um, through the scheduler or they can, and then they're done. And they do not offer that on, um, schedule once. They do, however, offer online training and Acuity does not. However, as a caveat to Acuity, um, there are tons of YouTube videos on how to get started with Acuity. So if that is a roadblock or an obstacle for you, don't let it be. You can literally type in Acuity scheduling on YouTube and find a gajillion videos on how to get started, but they make it very easy for you. So, um, if you are interested in a behind the scenes, let me know that as well. So let's see here. Um, the other two that I pulled up are time trade, which is one that is used a lot by newer entrepreneurs and newer businesses. It's about six fifty a month. I'm not impressed with them. I've, they don't have a lot of integrations and they definitely don't have a lot of the features, but if you're just wanting to get started and you want something super simple, that might be an option for you. Again, I would um, choose the paid option over free just because I think what you want and what you're going to need to not create more work for yourself is going to be handled with the paid option. And then the last one, I'm trying to read my notes. I believe it's called up. Um, okay. So time trade can go up to, this is, this is my note. I'm looking at my scribbles here. Um, time trade goes up to $15 a month, but it's also limited to one calendar. So you can't have multiple calendars. Like if you have multiple people that need to have calendars, um, in an office, you can't do that. They don't have any analytics, so you don't know what's working and what's not. And they do not have the ability to break up different appointment types. So, um, for the same price, ultimately of what you would be getting as features, you actually have less features than Acuity and it's the same price. So having to give a recommendation, I'm going to say go over to Acuity. Um, and then the, oh, the other thing I was going to mention in here, um, as a kind of wrap up is that I am um, going to go over to the Facebook group, which is small business builders. And um, I'm going to do an online live training on the back end of a web, of a WordPress site to show you how to add this to your menu and also to a button using WordPress and Divi. So um, tune into the Facebook page for that. You'll be seeing that um, later this week. So this is coming out on the 8th of January. So sometime 
um, within the next week. So between the 8th and the 15th, I'm going to do that training and you guys can get in there and ask questions and um, give you the inside scoop. So hope to see you over there. So let's wrap up real quick. Um, the reasons that you would want to have a calendar and a scheduler on your website. So calendars are great for um, businesses that have classes, events, and re repeat um, groups and things that they have going on in their business. So that could be a networking group, that could be um, different classes that you offer, whatever that looks like. So that's a great reason to use a calendar on your website um, is to, you know, take people's money, take reservations, um, and just promote all of the things that you have going on in your location. Works really great for um, retail and business um, um, restaurant, wineries, breweries, all that kind of stuff that are trying to get some people in um, their location. So lots of brick and mortars will use calendars, but um, I've also seen them used by trainers, consultants, and people that do um, even speaking events. Like if they want people to show up at their speaking event, um, they will do it. They will use a calendar on their website. And then schedulers, lots of reasons to use schedulers, but the big one is that it's going to free up your time and make you more productive. So that's kind of what we went through today. Um, I hope this has been helpful and this helps you get uh, interested and motivated to put a scheduler on your website. It also makes it very easy for you to pull in those new leads without, um, you know, having to hold their hand through the appointment booking process. So um, don't forget, I'm going to show you over on the Facebook page how to integrate that calendar link uh, into your WordPress site into a couple of locations. So come and join me this week for that. Um, it's probably going to happen on Thursday the 9th. I'm going to put that on my calendar um, because if I don't put it on my calendar, it's not going to happen. So Thursday the 9th in the Facebook group, let's say 10 a.m. and I will make a note of it and I will see you over there and you can find that group um, by linking. The link will be in the show notes. So again, alisaconnor.com forward slash seven zero. All the links that I've talked about in today's episode will be there until next week. Uh, have a great week. I hope you're enjoying your new year and I hope you're finding ways to be more productive and more profitable. See you soon. Just a quick reminder that the SMS waitlist is now open. If you're interested in joining that course where I walk you through every step of your marketing so you can attract more clients and convert them into customers, go check it out. alisaconnor.com forward slash SMS waitlist. See you soon.